You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Generosity of heart and spirit is the title of this devotion. I do truly believe that the more we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, living in us by His Spirit, the more we become like Him, the more the Holy Spirit keeps unveiling Jesus in us, the Bible says that we are, trans, we are being transformed into His likeness from one degree of His glory to another by the Spirit of the Lord. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. You honestly become free from begrudging or selfish, ungrateful, unhappy attitudes, behaviors, patterns of thinking, responses, reactions, and you become generous of heart and spirit. You, you have a positiveness and happiness and optimistic spirit about you because that's the heart of our Savior. How often, like when the disciples were in the middle of a storm and these were fishermen who were used to the seas and they were used to fishing at night in the dark and they panicked in this storm in such a way that they woke Jesus in a panic and said, don't you care? They were perishing. And Jesus said, oh, you of little faith, how can you even think that I wouldn't care? How could you even think that I'm not here for you? And Jesus spoke to the wind and the seas and they obeyed him and the disciples marveled and said, who is this? that even the wind and the waves obey Him. And you see, sometimes we can be like this, folks. We, we really can not have that generosity of heart to trust God in the middle of the storm. I love what David says in Psalm 57, verse 1 and 2. He says, Lord, I take my refuge in you in the middle of the storm. Here, listen to it. I love these, ver- these verses. Be merciful and gracious to me, O God. Be merciful and gracious to me, for my soul takes refuge and finds shelter and confidence in you. Yes, in the shadow of your wings will I take refuge and be confident until calamitous and destructive storms are past. I will cry to God Most High who performs on my behalf and rewards me, who brings to pass His purpose for me, and surely, completes them all. You know, that is part of a generous heart and spirit that you say, no, Father, I'm I'm not going to doubt you now. No, Father, I'm not going to act like you're not there for me. No, you have proven yourself to me again and again. I will not allow this storm, this trial, this tribulation, this hardship, this disappointment this mistake, this frustration to make me think you're not there for me. Generosity means is that you give God the love He deserves. You give God the faith, the trust that He deserves. That you're not small of heart and the slightest thing makes you doubt Him and question Him. And I really believe that it is so important that we develop a generous heart and spirit. 
And I want to just talk to you a little bit about this today. So I trust that this will help you because, you know, I believe that every opportunity, listen closely, every opportunity that we can give trust in God, faith in God, love to others, mercy to others, forgiveness in, to others that pushes us, right, is an opportunity to grow larger. Because by the same measure, Jesus said in Luke 6, 38, you meet out to others, it will be met back to you by God. So when you are being pressed by the behaviors, because that's what Luke chapter 6 is all about. When you are being pressed by the behaviors or the challenges of others, you have an opportunity to grow larger. The pressing means you're at the limit of your measure. And your measure, the Lord says, can be much bigger. Smith Wicklesworth said, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than the outside. What God gives you the capacity to bear by His Spirit often comes, that capacity often comes in the time when you need it most and you can't bear it, you can't handle it. This is my mom. My mom had, had for years a little shaking right here. It would shake a little bit, her bottom lip. And my father one time said to me, Robert, why do you think mom's lip shakes? I said, stress, Dad. Stress. He looked at me. I said, yeah, Dad, it was too much for mom. My behavior, my sinful ways, and all the stress of raising those eight kids when you've gone all the time to the mission field, it stressed that. But Jesus will heal it, Dad. It'll go away. I had such a sweet oneness with my dad. And the Lord healed Mama, and, and she never had it anymore. But stress that pushes against your limits can be really hard, but God would, despite that, enlarge you, enlarge you, enlarge you, enlarge you. Now, come on, let God enlarge your generous heart and spirit. Jesus, it says here in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, in the Amplified Translation, it says, you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognize more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, His kindness, His gracious generosity, His undeserved favor and spiritual blessing in that though He was so very rich, yet for your sakes He became so very poor in order that by His poverty you might become enriched and abundantly supplied. Now, let this mind, which you see in Jesus, also be in you. It says in Philippians 2 verse 5. Don't allow yourselves to be limited. Come on. The Bible says, and again, I think it's Psalm 106, and again, they limited the Almighty because they wouldn't wait for Him to act. We limit God when we limit ourselves. But when we say, I can do super abundantly over and above all that I can dare ask, hope, or pray according to your power that's at work in me. Father, right now it feels like I can't bear this, but I trust my ability is not on myself and that you will enlarge me. That's what David says in Psalm 71, verse 19. You, the Lord, who have shown me great and severe troubles, will revive me again. Enlarge my greatness and surround me with comforts on every kind, on every side. I really believe that this is a day God says, come on, come on, let's enlarge the measure.
let's enlarge the measure. Let's enlarge the generosity of your heart and spirit. And what often limits us is how we allow ourselves to feel threatened or intimidated by others. And God would set you free from it, that you don't have those thoughts and feelings. Here in Matthew chapter 20, starting at verse 25, Jesus called his disciples to himself and he says, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over the people and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. Whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You could see the generosity of Jesus' heart and spirit by how he was able to lay down his life for others. Do you know when you can't sweetly, sweetly, good attitude, willing attitude, sweetly serve in your own home, you really are pretty miserably small inside. You're terribly selfish and, and, and self-absorbed. And, and then especially if you on top of that complain that others aren't doing for you what you would, you know, one man, one man, he'd been married for over 30 plus years. He was divorcing his wife. And one of the main frustrations he had is that she didn't make him dinner. Well, she carries two jobs and he doesn't have any work. I mean, it's, it's, it's unimaginable. I had compassion on him because that was his frustration. While it was to me terribly selfish and thoughtless to sacrifice what God had given him for his belly. It says in Psalm 17, the wicked have their reward in life. Their belly is full of food. But David says, my reward is that I will see you face to face and know all is well between us. You know, you gotta, you gotta take the heart of Jesus and the spirit of Jesus, that when you go through seasons when maybe the other person doesn't do what traditionally to you would be the norm. And I understand certain cultures have certain expectations, but that Jesus should overrule those expectations. Jesus should just give you such a sweet heart that you're happy to, to do it yourself. They're happy to do it yourself. It was not traditionally custom for the master of the house to wash the feet of his, of his friends. But Jesus did it in John chapter 13. He did it. He washed the feet of all of them. Well, he's the master. And he says, if I, your master, have done this, should you not follow my example? And I believe that really your heart is continuously enlarged when you continuously, sweetly, with a good attitude and willingly lay down your life to serve in your own home. I'm talking about having that sweet spirit of sweetheart of generosity, that sweet spirit and heart of generosity. Moses discovered this when in Exodus 33, verse 11. Exodus 30. 
Come on, come on, don't take so much time. The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friends. And he would return to the camp and his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man did not depart from the tabernacle. Moses had this time with God and his face was radiant with the light of God's life in which he enjoyed himself. And then he begins to pray and he said, God, if I have found grace in your sight, verse 13, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight, consider that this nation is your people. You see, Moses was not happy enough with his own blessing. He wanted all the people to have it. He wanted everybody to have what he had. It really is not godly when you get all spiritually blessed and you don't care about the others who don't have it. It really is Christ to take all the glory you have with the Father and lay it all down so you can share it with others. So that your joy is in giving and in extending such generosity and love to others. I really believe, and I want to close with you from Numbers chapter 6, please. How important it is that we take that radiance of our life with the Father and hand it out to others. You cannot say you enjoy God and not share it with others because God is love. Jesus says, God so loved the world that he sent me into the world not to condemn it, but to save it. Matthew, John chapter 3, 16, 17. So let me close with you from Numbers chapter 6 here. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel, saying, say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Now, come on. I really, really believe in this with my heart. I don't want Virginia, Joshua, Sarah and the children, Zach, Sean and the children, Jamie and Mariah, my own little bitty household. I don't want them ever not to live in the light of God's countenance. I want my face to be radiant with His love and forgiveness and goodness. I want to constantly express that generous, loving heart of Jesus and His goodness of spirit. Now, come on, friends. I plead with you. Don't ever let your heart darken your face where you will not show mercy, where you will not show love and kindness, where you will not show grace, where you will not show favor, where you will not show goodness. Come on, and if you say, well, Pastor, I'm struggling in that way. Go spend time with the Lord like Moses did in Exodus 33, 11. Go spend time with the Lord. Go spend time with him and let the light of his countenance begin to radiate in your heart as it says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6. And your face will light up again with favor and with love and with blessings towards others. Insist to live this way day and night. Amen. Have a good day.